are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the chain. chain. Welcome to the damn chain. Welcome, guys. This is the BCC Club. We're your hosts. I'm Kendall Landreth. And I'm Sarah Shower. And every single week at the BCC Club, we go down a rabbit hole of something on the internet. Mm-hmm. And this week, we're talking about the good old LeBrant fam. Yeah. Um, we have touched on them before um, against our will. But <laughs> <laughs> you know how we have so many episodes on family vloggers, mommy vloggers, uh, anything in between. Yeah our opinions on them, but we wanted to do a deep dive on the LeBrant fam. I mean, you gotta. They're kind of, in my mind, they're kind of like the king and queen of family vlogging. Yeah. Like, they don't even, they're kind of the Kardashians of family vlogging. They, like, are. Yeah. They're just so rich, and they're kind of to the point where they don't even have to post very much. Like, they post, like, a vlog a month. Like, they really don't do much. Yeah. So they're pretty, yeah, they're iconic in the family vlog space. Mm-hmm. And Cole was a Viner, and I was a Viner. I was going to ask about that, because I remember <laughs> him on Vine. Mm-hmm. Was he, did you ever meet him? No. Did you guys collab? No. Just kidding. I met, um, oh, God, King Batch a couple times. That. He was, like, the biggest Viner at the time. And then I had a stand-up show with him um, in Malibu the other week. Wow. He, and I went on, and he was like, you're really funny. Oh, that's nice. And I was like... So were you, King Batch. The thing is, is okay, this is going to sound weird. Of all the people in that, like, top Viners, there were, so many of them were obnoxious. I do find King Batch a little bit funny. That's incredible. Yeah, but most of the rest of them, I, I, I don't. I never was into Vine. It's so crazy because I yeah. should have been. It was, like, my, I was at the age. That was, like, your, like, MTV. Yeah, it was, it was, should have been. I just never, like, got into it. I'm always late to the game, you'll find. Like, yeah. I... Got on Snapchat three years after everyone. I got on Instagram three years after everybody. I'm just now watching Yellow Jackets. Yeah. I'm just now watching Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so behind. Um, but I, yeah, never really got into Vine and then it was done. So I, yeah. you know, uh, I think I watched a lot of Vine on YouTube. Like I'd watch Vine compilations on YouTube, but didn't really do Vine. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I remember Cola Brand, but before we get into that, how was your week? My week was great. What did I do this week? I mean, we talked about it on the episode that's either coming out in the future or the last past. week. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, I was moving. I'm trying to think of a funny story today. The Spectrum guy came over and he uh, installed my Spectrum cable. Yeah, and I had a bag of I have so with um, if you guys buy a lot of Legos, if you get over a hundred, if you buy Legos over a hundred dollars, you get like certain like additional free sets. Yeah. And so he was like, "You like Legos?" And I was like, "Take a look around, buddy." <laughs> like, look at this place. And he's like, "Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say anything." Yeah. And so um, he was like, "My niece really likes Legos," and I was like, "You should get her more Legos." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah." And I was like, "You know what? I have a bag full of like Lego sets. If you yeah. want to 
Like, and so he's like, are you serious? And so I, um. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And so I wanted to give him cute ones because a lot of the ones that were on top were like Christmas sets that they, yeah. they gave out or like Easter or something. And I'm like, this is not topical. Yeah. And so, um, I, he ended up taking one of the small New York postcard sets. Oh, that's so cute. I know. She must be so excited. I'm really, uh, yeah, I don't, he was a cool spectrum worker. He was showing us videos of his dog. And I was like, is the cable set up? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> he's yeah. like, that's been set up for hours. No, yeah, he was talking about um, he services, like, most, I like, Beverly Hills, like, yeah. all the whatever. And I was like, have you ever been to, like, a celebrity's house? And he was like, Toby McGuire is a dick. And I oh, was like, no. I've heard that. And he was like, I was talking to his neighbors as well, and they said he was a dick. I was like, do you know how rude you have to be for your neighbors to acknowledge yeah, that? how do they even know? Like, I don't know if yeah. my neighbors are dicks. Yeah, but he was like, um, someone who was in the Power Rangers, he went to their house. And, oh, crap. He went to the the basis for the cure or something, I think. Whoa. I know. So I'm like, that's cool. And you set up their internet. That's crazy. There are a lot of people. I yeah. feel like there are a lot of people like that where I'm like, oh, yeah, your job is so normal. But like someone has to do it for celebrities. Like, oh, yeah. Delivering he, packages or like whatever. He sent uh, Kamala Harris. Wow. She lives she nice? in L.A. And I was like, I could have sworn that she's from her, she's from San Francisco. She's probably from there. Yeah. But she probably lives here now. I that is funny to think because I'm like, yeah, why does she live in L.A.? But <laughs> I think in my head, I'm like, well, because she's a celebrity. But I'm like, but she's not. She's, she's the a vice president. Yeah. She's a vice president. Yeah. So she live in the White House. Um, was she nice? He didn't say, but he said that the street was shut down. Like you like couldn't go on the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, I guess it's like, I feel like with politicians, you will never really know if they're nice because I'm like Kamala Harris would probably not like be an asshole to anyone. Yeah. Because they would be like Kamala Harris was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the, you know, that's like really detrimental. Yeah. Um, so you probably should have to be nice to every <laughs> single person. That's so hard, honestly. I feel like there are times where even like, like I, not, no, I'm not, I'm not famous in any capacity, but like when I do go out, yeah. I would say like every time I go out, I get recognized usually. And I feel like it has made me be like, sometimes I, someone's rude to me in public or like someone cuts me in line and I just have to be like, well, whatever, because I'm not Yeah. worst case scenario. Someone like knows who I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you find something in there? I'm going to find a cough drop. <laughs> I have some coleslaw stuck in the back. Still stuck it's in the back. Also, um, I need to go to a dentist cause I feel like my gums are receding in the way back. Well, the way back, you got to really take care of it back no, there. No, I do. I just, there, it feels weird. And so, like, there's a lot happening. I get, like, so hyper aware of my mouth. I'm the same way. I get really freaked out about it. Yeah, that and, um, obviously, like, any sort of chest pain. Like, I'm like, but, like, mouth and chest, I'm like, I, I'm just, like, so, yeah. I can't even focus on anything else. You get freaked about chest pain? Yeah. I feel like chest pain for me, I, like, used to get really big anxiety about chest pain. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, so many different things that over time I'm just, like, what? It's, I can't. How can I be freaked out about chest pain? Because yeah. I'm, like, it's always heartburn or anxiety. Yeah, and I didn't know that for the longest time. Like, time I, like, started taking Toms, and I was, like, oh, I, I cut my panic attacks, quote, unquote, in half because I was, like, oh, the, I'm not having a panic attack. I'm having yeah. heartburn, and the acid by my heart makes it feel like I'm anxious. But, um, no, yeah, I think I've told this. This is part of my stand-up. Like, my, I was having a panic attack one time. I called my mom. You know, because, like, I'm, like, I'm having a heart attack. And I was, like, the thing that used to comfort me was if I'm having a heart attack, I would have died by now. Yeah. And mom's, like, oh, no. People have heart attacks for days. And I was, like, oh, God. Damn. So, like, if you're ever, like, 
it think like you know like it'll be over soon yeah. like a yeah it'll be over soon <laughs> no it won't. <laughs> it won't but the thing is, is oh. it's crazy that like sometimes people can be like having heart attacks or aneurysm or not probably not aneurysms but you're just so stubborn yeah like you just hold out dude i mean my girlfriend this is crazy i honestly hate telling the story because it makes me sick to my stomach but their appendix broke oh my years God. ago broke now this when they were at their house mm-hmm. so they were like i'm sick they were like on the bathroom floor and their appendix burst uh-huh. that like doesn't happen mm-hmm. ever like usually people go to the hospital when their appendix is slightly inflamed and then it yeah. never bursts like someone's appendix bursting is not common yeah and it especially is not common to happen at your house and then you then be transported to the hospital like it is just not a thing that happens and it is at the hospital they were like we don't even know how you survived this this is so crazy um but people will push through the weirdest things everybody's body is so different and like reacts to things in an insane way and like my girlfriend has autoimmune stuff like is not the most like it's not like my girlfriend's michael phelps yeah that's my ex-girlfriend yeah but um, michelle phelps (laughs) (laughs) i mean they're like healthy but they're not like they have medical stuff and they still like push through it's bizarre yeah i um used to be so afraid of going to doctors um that's why i let like a lot of things in my body run wild but like when my freshman uh year of college like between like it was about to be christmas break everyone had pretty much already gone and I lived at this dorm super far away from, like, the medical. Yeah. Like, whatever. And I, st- I, was, I, th- I thought I was having horrible period pains. Yeah. But it was, like, stabbing pain. And so I there was no one there. This is before yeah. Uber. That's how old I am. Um, and, like, I didn't want to get a taxi. I, was, I had to walk across campus. But every four feet, I would squat. And I would have to, like, hold that position for, like, ten seconds before I could stand back up, walk four what feet, happened? and squat. I had a cyst on my overburst. Ah. But I was like, it hurts so bad. And I just imagine how I looked walking across campus. Because yeah. I was literally just like, ah. Oh. And then <laughs> walk a couple oh, feet. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. Man. Crazy. Well, today we're talking about the <laughs> Wait, no, how was your week? Well, did I not say? Oh, how was your? No. What Wait, did, I did you? No, I mean, you I talked guess about not. Jordan a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah, my week was good. It was good. I, uh. Yeah, miss my girlfriend. They went to Mexico, so they've been gone all week. But I like having the place to myself. But mm-hmm. day five, I'm kind of like, I miss them. Yeah. I have to burp. Ugh, I'm going to kill myself. It's okay. Here, you burp and I'll fart. No. <laughs> I'll fart to cover your burp. <laughs> You're going to cause like a Pavlovic response where I'm like afraid to burp. That's or what I'm, I'm going to be like at my house and be like, Sarah's going to fart. <laughs> and my girlfriend's like, what? That's one of my favorite, like, I, I feel like a childish, but it's like, I love when someone coughs to cover a fart, but they <laughs> cough before they fart. <laughs> All right, don't, just um, one of my One of my worst things I've ever done yeah. to my girlfriend was we were in Utah, and we were in this, like, small little, like, little store, and they, I farted, like, really loud, and I, like, did not, it was, like, one of those moments I did not know it was coming, it just, like, happened, and I immediately, within, like, half a second, went, Jordan, so loudly, <laughs> and they looked at me just, like, the widest, I was, like, they could not believe the betrayal that I had just done. Oh, my God. And I immediately started just being, like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I don't know why I did that, like, I don't know why, like, I, <laughs> I don't know what I just did, but I, like, could not, I just yeah. immediately screamed their name. So that was rude of me. Um, but yeah, my week was good. I've mm-hmm. been, I've been I ordered DoorDash. I was a party girl this week because yeah. my girlfriend's out of town. I ordered DoorDash multiple times <laughs> and 
just kind of stayed in my room. I mean, we worked the whole time, but yeah. I watched, like I said, Yellow Jackets. Everyone's so tired of me talking about the show, but it really is. I'm, I'm really into it right now. Yeah, you guys should watch it. Have you ever had a Letterman jacket? Yeah, they were really in when I was in middle school, briefly. Yeah. But like Letterman jackets that weren't Letterman jackets, like Letterman jackets from Forever 21 yeah. that were like pink and had sparkles. I you had one of those. You seem like you would have been in band. Uh, yeah, but I was in the equivalent, which was improv club. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, same crowd. <laughs> oh, my God. If they had an improv section of, like, a band. <laughs> I was in, well, I was in band in middle school. Yeah. Briefly. No, no, no. Elementary school. I was mm-hmm. in band. But then we would walk over to the middle school to do band practice. I played the yeah. trumpet. And I remember one day, I, the only other person who played trumpet, well, it was me and my friend Nathan and uh-huh. my boyfriend at the time, <laughs> And Do you still love him? I'm still in love with him. No, he actually just had a baby, which is crazy. Um, oh, wow. But he's probably, he's not listening to this. I was going to be like, he's probably like, stop talking about me. I'm like, that would be crazy if he <laughs> yeah. listened to this podcast. Wait, no, you say that. And one time I talked about this medical thing that happened to my uh, high school boyfriend. And then like literally six years later, like when I talked about it, like he was like, can you not talk about me? Like <laughs> that thing. <gasps> yeah. Um, okay, maybe I should bleep out my, my ex-boyfriend's name. Now we were in like yeah. third grade, but he... We would walk over to the we would walk over to the middle school and on the way back, this is how gay I was. I truly was like, I'm bored. Like we were heading back from band. We were going to be back in like just regular class. I was like bored. I wanted to stir the pot. <laughs> and we'd been together for like a year. Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk very much, but we like were boyfriend, girlfriend for like a year. And I just walked up to him and said, I'm breaking up with you. And I remember he pulled the strings on his hoodie. Yeah. To where it was just a little hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> he ran away. Oh my god! He was so upset, and I always I feel bad about that. But um, yeah, I was in band. Oh wow! I um, I remember some band kids at my elementary school. It was St. Patrick's Day, and I know that everyone was running around pinching each other. And these two kids in band were didn't realize they were running straight at each other, <laughs> and they both broke both broke each other's noses on the other person's nose. Band kids are oh, another. They're in, it's another world. My sister was a band kid, so I yeah. did spend a lot of time around band because. When my sister, when I was growing up, my sister was she played the flute, mm-hmm. and she was a marching band and jazz band and color guard. Like she was in band, yeah. like all in it. So I was at all the band competitions. I was at all, you know, all yeah. that stuff. My but, brother plays the piano, which is not in band. That would be funny to see. Um, <laughs> my dad plays the trombone and the bass guitar, and he was in band with wow. the trombone. Not the, the bass guitar would be funny to see. Um, and then my sister plays the alto sax, and she was wow. in band. Yeah, yeah. And my mom sings. What do you do? I briefly play the piano, but the teacher was so Russian, she scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Every time I would press the keys, she'd slap my wrist and be like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I couldn't oh, continue. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one 
um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. There's other children who are really musically inclined. Mm-hmm. For example, Everly LeBrant. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dance is akin, like, it's basically like music. Did you just see her music video? No. It's so, I honestly thought all day if I should talk about it because people are like, this is a child. And I'm like, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. The, and, but people are also saying this is kind of the Friday of everyone's, of this generation. Yeah. So Everly LeBrant, LeBrant who's the oldest daughter of the LeBrant fam, she, she just released this song called Like Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It is just her kind of um, saying titles of Taylor Swift songs. Uh-huh. So she's like, she, I can't, the, my favorite part is she goes, like a dear John. <laughs> Which is a Tosha song. Yeah. She's a like 22. <laughs> she just kind of says names of Taylor Swift songs, but it's incredibly high production value. Uh-huh. Um, and it is really funny. And I, it's been in my head for days now. You want to know what's crazy? What? This song that was, um, someone used Drake's voice um, to create a song. Like the guy wrote the song. Yeah. And then he like used like, not AI, he used like a, a, program to like make drake say it and now it's eligible for a grammy what what song um i don't know but is that allowed it is allowed because a human wrote the song however it's like weird because he made drake's voice say it could drake win a grammy i i don't i don't know because that could be that's easy but um i was like that should be illegal yeah that's really weird (laughs) um yeah she writes this song I mean, it does seem, the reason I like it, it seems like a song she wrote, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like this 10-year-old child wrote the song and brought it to her parents. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone is like, this is terrible because her parents are exploiting her. And I'm like, yes, but mm-hmm. like, we can do that all day. Like, I agree, but they are already doing it. So, yeah. I, this is just another thing in the exploitation bucket, I guess. We're not being like, Oh, exploitation. Like we've literally talked about this topic so many times. Like if you wanna if you wanna hear how we really feel about exploiting children, and again, my advice, if you wanna exploit a family member, get Mima. Exactly. Make Mima exactly. Yeah. Cause then she can consent if she's of sound mind. Yeah. Um Yeah. So anyway, she releases this song and people are calling it the New Friday, and I think that's very exciting. I will only listen to it if someone from the future tells me that Everly LeBrant becomes the next lesbian icon. <laughs> because Rebecca I, Black did become I know. Yeah. But what's the other part of the song? She goes, um Oh, okay, I remembered it. She goes, Are you ready for it? Are you twenty two? Something, something. Look at what you made me do. <laughs> Okay, so who is the LeBrant fam? My computer just turned back on. The LeBrant fam is one of the most popular YouTube family channels. Um, It consists of Cole, Savannah LeBrant, and their four children, Everly. I'm not going to say the rest of their names, but we did just say Everly. There's four children. Uh, The channel was formerly known as Cole and Sav and currently has over 13 million followers on YouTube. 
The LeBrand family reportedly gained their first 1 million subscribers in January of 2017, which checks out because that's around when Vine, like, because, I mean, Cole transitioned from Vine to YouTube way before that, but, like, he didn't become, like, a family guy yeah. until he got with Sav, and that's when they made their family channel. Uh, the LeBrant family channel is believed to generate around $15,000 per day or $5.5 million per year based on their videos, averaging 3 million views per day. And uh, Cole and Sav has an estimated net worth of $15 million. Cole became famous um, when he started on Vine with Dem White Boys, uh, along with Baylor Barnes and John Stephen Grice. Um, they focused on pranks, stunts, and comedy content. We use the word comedy very loosely. <laughs> they, like, humped the floor and, like, danced and all that stuff. And Sav became famous. Uh, she, on Musical.ly, posting videos of her daughter, Everly. Um, Sav gave birth to um, Everly in 2012 um, and broke up with Everly's father uh, due to cheating rumors. Uh, we're not going to go too much into that because whatever. Uh, but Cole and Sav got together um, when they... On Musical.ly after Cole messaged Sav for a shout-out. <laughs> God. God. Well, put that in the wedding vows. How beautiful is that? So gay. <laughs> and I mean that in, like, the derogatory way. Uh, months later, when Cole was visiting California, he spotted Sav at the mall, and they began dating in 2016. And then in 2017, they got married. Um, but also, Cole LeBrant is, like, a super Christian, and so was Sav. Um, well, but she wasn't as much when they got together, I don't Yeah. Think. She, I, like, had... She was Christian. I, I don't know her, yeah. but life. But she I had a know. child out of wedlock. Yeah, she had a child. Let's just say. Yeah. Uh oh. We're judging Look, women now. I wouldn't do it. I no, wouldn't I, have a baby out of wedlock. I'm just kidding. Um, but so he kind of, you know. But then they waited till marriage. I only say this sounds like I'm sharing really personal details, but this is only things they've made very uh -huh. public videos oh, about. Oh yeah, this is like public info. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Imagine we find out I'm like best friends with them. Yeah. I'm no, yeah, they shared all this, but they like waited till marriage. That was a huge deal and you know, they so he kind of now they're both really, really religious. Um and they are uh yeah, just super Christians, very pro life. We'll get into all of that, I guess. I'm jumping the gun. But yeah. they're the biggest family vlog channel, I would say. Yeah, I think I distinctly remember once Cole lost his virginity, he tweeted it. Yeah. And he's like, just lost my virginity or something. They also posted a video <laughs> the day after they got married. Yeah. It's them on their honeymoon. They're wearing like these really like matchy kind of short little, uh, <coughs> what are they called? Pajamas. That's yeah. what it is. God. I, last time I ever did this podcast without taking my meds. Mm -hmm. They were in these cute little pajamas and she's like sitting on his lap and they're just like, talking about married life as if they have not been married for literally less than eight hours. Yeah. And they're talking about how they had sex and like how magical it was. And I remember Savannah LeBrant going, you guys just don't fight with your partner. Like just don't fight with your husband because it's just like, literally why would you do that like just don't fight with them yeah <laughs> i just love it because no but that's it's so true the craziest thing. it's yeah. the craziest thing i just have like you've literally been married two seconds and you're like and only been dating for like a year and then a lot of that was long distance yeah and also you're both like rich and you're both famous it's just i'm like yeah what is this what marriage advice um but they yeah we're very open about that their whole wedding was mm -hmm. filmed i mean they filmed cole Cole filmed himself asking Everly if he could ask Savannah to marry him. They filmed the everything. I I think those are. I'm so sorry, guys. I think those are so cheesy. What asking your daughter to? 
filming your, so, yeah filming yeah. that i don't mind if you do it at the wedding like <clears throat> like if cole brought up everly actually no i i'm still like uncomfortable by that i think fact. he did do that i also feel bad about this but this is something i don't feel anything for coming home videos from oh mi- from military because my mom wasn't and anytime i watch them i feel like I don't know. They feel like weird. I think I feel like any videos were. I think I am affected by those videos, but not just military ones. Like I've seen like Mm. mom gets out of prison or mom, like all of these different ones. Yeah. Because I think you can like viscerally see in a young child their like need for a parent. Do you know like a mom? Do you know what I mean? Not a mom specifically, but just a parent in general. Yeah. Like when a mom walks in and the kid like goes to them and it's just like wailing in the middle of their like kindergarten class. I'm like, wow. Oh dude. That's really sad. I was thinking about the ones at like a pep rally. Oh, where they like dress up in the mascot uniform. (laughs) Or when they're announcing prom queen and king and then like their brother comes home from Iraq and I'm like, oh this is Oh, this hurts to watch. Why? Because you think it's cringy or you like it? I think it's like and I'm so sorry. I like I know it's sweet and I I you no, can, I get what you're you saying. You can love people in the military. I'm not judging. But, like, I mean, it's just, like... I don't like anything where I'm inviting people into such a personal part yeah, of my like, life. Yeah, like, it's such an intimate moment. Yeah. Like, I I would probably, if I cared, I would act really weird, you yeah. know? And so, like, I don't want people to film and watch that and, you know... Well, people are so too... <laughs> people do not understand sometimes that people act so uncomfortable when they're in public sometimes. And that mm-hmm. is totally normal. So I'll see videos all the time. Like, I saw a coming home video recently of a dad who was like surprising his daughter in class Mm because he came home from the military and she runs up to him crying and he's like hugging her but you can tell feels uncomfortable yeah and all the comments were like this guy gives weird vibes why is he so uncomfortable he's acting like he doesn't even know her and i'm like because he's trying to do this thing that maybe he shouldn't be doing which is like clearly is uncomfortable being filmed and in public and being emotional yeah (laughs) so he's trying to like do all three at the same time and looks like a sociopath yeah and I'm just like, yeah, some people get uncomfortable on camera or like in weird situations. Yeah. Especially if it's being done to you and you, it's surprising you. Yeah. Like I remember one time I was, my friends threw a surprise birthday party for me. Yeah. I remember later feeling like really anxious that I'd seemed ungrateful, but I was just so nervous that I was like so uncomfortable and I did not prepare and I like didn't wasn't dressed how I would have chosen to dress for it. And I was just, like, so nervous yeah. that I thought I acted kind of, like, weird. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Like, I, um... And, okay, we're not saying that these are the wrong types of videos. Like, you... It doesn't matter. Like, we're just, like, we personally don't like them. But, like, I imagine it is such an intimate moment. It's such a... Can you imagine in the opposite direction if it was bad news? Yeah. Imagine going up to your daughter who won prom queen and being, like, grandma died. And then just filming the reaction of yeah. her collapsing onto the floor. Would you ever do a public proposal? No. If, I wouldn't either. If my partner ever proposed to me in a public space, <laughs> I would literally, like, I'd be straight that day on. You know? It's just so wild because I'm like, why would you want these people here for this? Like, just strangers? Like, yeah. what? The whole public thing. The clapping? Ah! I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. And what do you do after? You like stand up and then you just kind of like walk away. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, you got like those weird dents on your knees from yeah. the gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they just like so the LeBron fam, like they just filmed all that type of stuff. And yeah. it's very like uh it makes me very uncomfortable because I just if think it, the whole like she has a dad. Yeah. You're coming into this as a stepdad. Uh-huh. Which is like a, a very important role. But the whole just, like, 
think they very much treated it as like, here's your new daddy. Yeah. And he was just wanting to post all of this stuff online being very like, uh, um, look how great of a dad I can be. Yeah. And I'm like, being a great dad is not about, as a dad myself, being yeah. a great dad is not I about. I mean, that shirt <laughs> does suggest you have two children at home. <laughs> so I like the shirt. No, this shirt this shirt says I have a man cave. So I mean we're both on the same page. What does it say? It's uh it's definitely Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um I thought from <laughs> the whole time we've been filming, I've assumed it says um Caesar's Palace. Yeah, it has the same font. Same font. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, Caesar's Palace t shirt. Oh, there's like a there's like a hole in the side, and sometimes my nipple will slip into the hole. <laughs> and I just have my nipple like very subtly like poking out of my shirt. Please do one episode where we don't talk about it and you just have a nipple sticking out. I've worn this shirt a couple times, so I might have. That is really, really funny. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so they they have that YouTube channel. Um and people consider Everly to be the star of the family. Yeah. And why it really went viral, she's kind of always had some star quality going on. Mm-hmm. She's an incredible dancer. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, it's crazy. I mean, I'm pretty easily <laughs> impressed as a person who can't dance for my life. But, oh, yeah. like, she's very, very good. She, like, wins awards all over the country. She's uh-huh. very talented. And she's always been good at dancing, like, since she was, like, three years old. Yeah. Um, and she, like, is homeschooled to dance. She's very much, like, uh, if Dance Moms was on right now, she would be on it, probably. Yeah, wait. That is something I feel bad. If you're a dancer or a cheerleader, like, competitive, like, I feel like those girls growing up were just always doing that yes like there was they you saw them at school like maybe for half an hour yeah but like i knew girls in like a competitive cheerleading like Mm -hmm. and they just i felt like i never saw them but they were like at school it's why i wouldn't i used to think when i was younger i'd be like well my kid wanted to do something i would let them do it full out you know but as i've gotten older i don't think i'll have kids so maybe it's easier to decide these things because it will never be um put into action but you sign up the neighbor's kid (laughs) (laughs) but i used to be like well if i had a kid and they said i want to be an actor i'd move him to hollywood and we'd be i'd take let him be an actor yeah and i just as i've gotten older i've been like no i'm not if you want to be a dancer that's awesome but you're not getting taken out of school yeah and you need to do other things and you need to like care about something else and you need to like do because i every year when i was a kid i would go to my mom and i would beg her to let me move to Hollywood mm-hmm. <laughs> to become an actor. Yeah. And she would say no. She was so supportive of my acting, but she would say no. And yeah. I'm like so grateful that she did that. And I did so many other things. I did golf. I did student council. I was mm-hmm. on our news network. I did basketball. I did all these things that when I look back, I'm like, are the reason that I think I can like just helped me so much grow as a human being. Yeah. And I have like a friend who grew up in dance. My best friend like did competition dance growing up. And she's always like, I hate that I like didn't know about anything else like my whole life was just this one thing Mm -hmm. and I did that and then I couldn't do anything else ever and cheer is so crazy to me because you literally can't do that past the age of 20 years old yeah so I'm like how do you stay motivated to do this I feel like being like yeah cheerleading does break my heart whenever I I, so these are one of the things I do get sad about whenever I see like a cheerleader video of like their last competition I'm like where actually do you go from here? Literally. Well, yeah. because not only, I guess you coach cheer. That's like the only thing you, you can do. you could be like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader or like you like a football team cheerleader. Yeah. But it's not even like the same thing. Like no, it, it's not like competitive. It's just for uh, cheering. <laughs> it's just yeah. to cheer. Yeah. 
But it's also wild because like when you end it, your body is fucked. Yeah. Like really fucked up. Like forever. Yeah. Like your body will never be the same because you've heard it so much. Oh yeah. From cheering. And then you're just 20 years old and like have to go do something else. Yeah. It's wild. But like I if my kid wanted to do cheer, okay, but like I'm not you got to do other stuff and care about other things. Yeah. And because it's not, I just think you'll regret it if you, you know. No, seriously. And it just is sad too. Like I think the dance, like Jordan was talking about this the other day because we saw Beyonce mm. and Blue Ivy, you know, comes out yeah. and does the dance. And I was like, God, she's so good. She's so good. And Jordan was like, yeah, but can you imagine if she was anything else besides good? Like, she's literally not in school and just does this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And I think there's a lot of people like, I mean, Maddie Ziegler, I think, is an incredible dancer, but like didn't yeah. go to school growing up and just danced. And yeah. Everly is like similar. They just dance constantly. And it's like, yeah, you're good at this. But like, what else? No, seriously, we had an episode on nepotism babies. And one of the points that I think is really what we could do a part two on are nepotism babies who are not good it's at so what sad. they do. Like, cause yeah. it's like, uh, we do, I, uh, nepotism ba- babies, I feel like get a bad rap. If your parents are both actors and you become an actor, sure, it's not fair, but also it makes sense that you're doing that. Yeah. You know, like if your mom is Beyonce and then you become like a, a motorcycle, like writer, <laughs> like professional, I'm like, where, who, who do, who do you know? That's not fair. Like I'm, so I yeah. want to explore like the Chet Hankses of the world. Yeah, yes, truly, yeah. because because I, I think you know I grew up I I didn't have any connections in any capacity. Yeah. So any success I ever get in the future, I will be like, wow, such a proud moment for me. Whereas nepotism, yeah. it's the opposite. Where it's like it would be normal for me to not succeed in this industry. Yeah. You know, but if you're a nepotism baby, every success you're just like. Well, yeah, thank God, because yeah. anything less than this would have been embarrassing. That's no, so sad. No, seriously. But, but um, <laughs> Everly is a really good dancer. She is mm-hmm. incredible. She has a lot of good musicality. Now she's a singer. She's my new favorite song, Like a Dear John. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> kind of like a song. I can't stop singing it. Um, but the channel is known for its clickbaity titles. Um, they've become less clickbaity because times are changing. But examples include the LeBrant Family Christmas Special, um, in asterisks, emotional present opening. And then in all caps, Savannah helps delivery, deliver baby Jaden. So qu- cute. <laughs> so cute. Um, Posey has her first sleepover. You won't believe this. Everly and Savannah were not happy about this prank. Their biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> there was an era of YouTube where you just described. Yeah. The, the titles were so long. Yeah emotional family reunion like after the title like 90 buzzwords but i mean if you think about how people search videos like you'll see on tiktok someone talking about a video they're like did you see that girl who like is her boyfriend is moving out you know and so she thinks that they're gonna stay together so if you don't have any other context you're like you have to search boyfriend moves out of girl's house yeah and that's like would make sense to title it like that yeah yeah so funny there's also (laughs) um Everly and Posey meet their baby brother for the first time. Cutest reactions ever. Newborn baby's first photo shoot will leave you speechless. The baby is dead. The baby died. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, oh yeah, our first pet died. But wasn't this a prank? 
Uh, was it? I know they went. I know they got a lot of hate because they pranked their daughter and, also, and told her that her dog like moved away or died or something. And then she cried, and they were like, "Just kidding, that's a prank." And she was like really mad at them. Yeah, I mean, I would be too. But I mean, if you think about which pet is gonna most likely to go, it's the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy. Um, and they also went, and I don't know if this comes in later, but their clickbaity titles that have also gotten them in really big trouble, um, they made a documentary is quite a uh, <coughs> yeah. kind word to use. I don't know if I'd call it a documentary, but it it was titled Our Daughter Has Cancer or something like that. Yeah. And they, it was a long video, and the thumbnail was just them holding their daughter, I think it was Posey's hand. Yeah. And it was a premiere, so you don't you can't watch it right away. So people are like, "Oh my god, their daughter has cancer. This is terrible." Finally, it premieres, and you realize it's just about them going and helping this family in another state who whose daughter has cancer. Uh huh. Crazy. Um, so there was that one. They also had one. They were like, "We, our house got burned down in the wildfires," and it like just didn't like that yeah. just didn't happen, and they weren't even close to the wildfires. Um, so they've had a lot of clickbaity titles that have just been like so offensive. They also have a huge following. I'm not going to talk about their stats, but, um, they have a, Large connection to Christianity. And I'm, again, gonna, we're going to say this. Being a Christian is not a bad thing. If any religion that you follow makes you a genuinely good person and gives you hope and fills your soul with happiness, good for you. Yeah. A lot of people use religion to be bad people, though. And we're talking about those people. If you're a gay, pro-choice Christian listening right now. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. If you're Episcopalian, we know you exist. <laughs> Those are, the, those are the gay autistic Christians. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the LeBrants are not like that. They're a very conservative Christian. Yeah. Um, and just so, like, God. They're just so privileged. Uh-huh. Like, they are the most, like, they are the most just, like, Cole LeBrant has been rich since the day he was a child. Yeah. He is blonde. They're all blonde, blue-eyed, just, like, Says the person who says blonde with blue My eyes. My eyes are green. <laughs> they're blue. No, they're not, Sarah. They're green. They're like, what's that color between green and blue? Uh, aqua? Yeah, that one that every person paints their room when they're like a little kid. <laughs> neon green? Not neon That's green. in my... Everyone in my middle school did. My eyes are green. They're emerald. And Sarah's wrong. <laughs> my eyes are blue. <laughs> but also, I wasn't born rich, and I'm not a Christian. I was born Christian. And the rest is drag. But um, <laughs> they uh, grew up devout Christians, uh, very conservative. In November 2016, Sav tweeted, Everyone's going crazy about who to devote for. It's either the baby murderer or the guy who badmouths women. I'm just over here loving Jesus. The baby murderer or the guy who badmouths women? So that's uh, the guy who uh, sexually assaults women? Yeah, badmouths is quite a <laughs> kind way to word that. What a way to frame it. But, um, yeah, they talk about that a lot. Um, Cole posted on Instagram an uh, Instagram photo for Zealand's third birthday, I guess that's his name. My son's, my only son's three today. The prayer for you is the same prayer I say with you every night. 
that you would find God and see his goodness at a young age, that you're strong (coughs) and lead those around you to righteousness, that you stick up for the weak, that you give generously, that you never forget who you are, and most importantly, whose you are. Oh, that your joy and peace would come from God, not from this world, that you would not so easily fall for the lies of this world, that you would live a long, healthy life that glorifies God all your days, and that you would always know your mom and dad love you more than words. Happy birthday, Zealand. I'm so proud of you. P.S. I hope you're not gay, and you're yeah. exactly what we want you to be. That I is- just always find it odd when people like this put, where is it, that you, uh, you most importantly, you never forget who you are. I'm like, no, you don't want, you don't even know who they are. You know what I mean? I'm like, you don't want to know who they are. Yeah. You're, you've decided that who they are is pre-decided, that you know who they are. So if they stream, if they steer away from that, they're not being who they are. But yeah. it's like, you don't know who they are. I think for a lot of um, Christ- like more extreme Christians, this seems pretty par for the course, like for an Instagram caption. My only real thing that like bugs me about this, it's not the religious aspect. No. It's the fact that it's emphasizing who you're going to be. Like imagine if I like uh, wished yeah. my partner a happy birthday and I was like, I can't wait. For you to finally blow up with music. <laughs> or like, how about, like, what about the, it's the, you've had three great years with this kid. You yeah. know, like you've taught me what it's like to be a great father. You're so curious. You're so yeah. smart and kind. It's, it's just very, like, here's what I hope for you. Here's what you should become. I, think, I do think really religious parents, li- raising a child is so fearful. <laughs> like, it is just like, all I hope is that by the time you're 18, you are not like this. And it's like a poster child of, like, an alternative teenager yeah <laughs> like please don't become that no, yeah, so it is just them praying constantly that their kid doesn't become fucked up no yeah that's like masculinity and femininity like femininity can be defined by itself but masculinity is everything that is not feminine yeah like masculinity cannot exist if femininity did not exist yeah yeah that's like masculinity is like no pink um, like no like girly stuff. It's like it's the absence. And so that's like crazy. That's like, you know how there's no woman without man. Yeah. There's no masculinity without femininity. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So they're super religious. I mean, these are just <laughs> a bunch of captions of them saying that there, which, there's no problem with that. It's that they're they're just like it, we've talked about this a little bit before with like manifesting. Yeah. Where it's like. I'm not putting down manifesting. I think there's so much power and and in manifestation saying, is like can be is yes, real. Like if yeah. I say I'm gonna do this, yeah. I'm gonna do it. You know, and that, I believe there's truth that if you your words are powerful, all of that is true. But if you don't acknowledge like privilege in that, then yeah. it's stupid. It is true. You can't just say, well, I got into Harvard because I manifested it, not because my parents are uh, alumni of Harvard and I'm rich and had went to a private school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, you didn't manifest that. <laughs> Maybe you also were confident and spoken yeah. into existence, but it's just harmful because it is like, well, there's people who are poor, live in bad, like bad neighborhoods with parents who are abusive, who are like, I manifest every morning <laughs> and my life still is ass. Yeah. And I think it's similar with them and their religion where it is, it is a religion that is like be able is able to be upkept because their lives have no fucking problems. I'm going to say this. If they were ugly, yeah. They would not have a following. <laughs> That's but seriously, they are the most. I know I'm blonde. Okay, yeah. but let's face it. I'm not the. I'm not as blonde as them. They're. They oh, dye no, their hair. We're doing a, a blonde off. Blonde off. They're. They have comically blonde hair. Yeah, you're like a <laughs> sandy. You know. They dye their hair. Their hair is like white. It it's is, like a natural balayage. 
<laughs> Thank you so much. It's yeah. not natural. Um, but they like they are so uh, traditionally attractive. Uh-huh. Someone made a post that was like. It was some meme, and it was like Savannah LeBrant when she has a brown-eyed baby, and it really is true. All their babies look like American Girl dolls, but like the original, the yeah. ones that first came out before anything was inclusive. It's really just scary. But they, they're, they're rich. Their families are like supportive. They have, they. Have, I already said they're rich. I was gonna say they have money. Yeah. All their kids are healthy. It's like they just live this perfect life, and then they're like, it's so. I oh, it's. Listen, it's not always easy to keep believing and to keep being, yeah, like sh- having a strong relationship with God. And I'm like, no, it isn't. Shut up. Like, yeah. it's not. Your life is so easy. So I just think it's similar. The reason I bring this up is because they also made a documentary about uh, how they're pro-life. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, it's like when your supermodel friend, like, gives you flirting advice. Yeah. Like, um she's like just go up and steal their drink it's like really fun and flirty you get punched if in the face i stole someone's drink they backhand me <laughs> like you can bounce up because you're like a model but like if i did that they would literally yes. like choke me with one hand oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah um it's truly so yep. they, they post this pro-life documentary yeah. and lose a bunch of followers from what i heard which is so funny to me because I, I posted about this when it happened i was like who was following them that was pro-choice before? Yeah. Like, are you stupid? Like, it's like when, if it came out, I assume they hate gay people. Yeah. I'm sure they love, quote unquote, gay people, but I'm sure they don't vote for gay people. If it came out that Savannah LeBrant, like, yeah, it, when she was caught on film saying, I don't believe in gay marriage, there would be fucking drama all over the internet and i'm like what is this drama what did you think was happening you think you're going to pride parades yeah what were you confused about so they post this documentary every bunch of people freak out in the documentary savannah lebrant is basically saying you know i was a teen mom yeah and i had my baby Mm -hmm. and look at me now i'm famous on the internet and i'm gorgeous yeah and i'm a millionaire and i was like this is the most idiotic argument to being pro-life you are you went viral on vine and you're basically saying i did it you can do it too that helps no one you Uh. think everyone who's a teen mom can just go viral on vine yeah first of all you're already like so gorgeous Mm -hmm. you are like it's just and even if you're gorgeous so a lot of people still can't go viral on vine especially not anymore because it's so hard right now (laughs) you still post every day on vine yeah um but it was just so wild. It was such a lack of awareness of, like, your privilege, mm-hmm. how much privilege you have, why. Oh, what are some reasons why maybe me being a teen mom worked out? Maybe because I have so many supportive people in my life. Her mom, like, lived with her. Yeah. To help raise her. You know what I mean? <laughs> there is a the also in the video, uh, they compared abortion to various genocides throughout history. Um, they, like, the 1994 Rwanda genocide and then 1975 to 1979 Cambodian genocide. I'm actually surprised that they knew about those. They did not. There's no way. They definitely... They, they Googled <laughs> genocide, and then they read, yeah. Uh, but um, it then shows the death toll from... Everyone has to always mention the Holocaust. And I mean, Stop like... Stop talking about the Holocaust. Nothing is like the Holocaust. Stop <laughs> using it as a parallel. You're not... Oh, my God. It is, it, it's such a horrific event. Nothing that you're going to say comes close. It's so in. It's also just like, sh- forget. Why? What do you think? Yeah. What are you doing? Like nobody. You don't need to bring it up. It's not related to this. It, it's like when 
people love, yeah, same vein, people love to compare every politician to Hitler. Yeah. And I am just like, it, what, do you know anything about Hitler? Anyways, um, they compared it to that, which is crazy and um, doesn't make any sense. And then they interviewed a bunch of people who are (coughs) probably in their church who uh, thought about getting an abortion and didn't. And it really popped off. People were shocked. The video has almost half a million dislikes and 89,000 likes. So basically, I mean, the the abortion video was, uh, you got to watch it. Like, it's it's like, you know, the notebook. You just have to see it for yourself. <laughs> it's just not even, but I guess it'd be considered a scandal. I just was shocked people thought this was a scandal because I'm like, yes, they're pro-life. Mm-hmm. Come on, look at these people. Yeah. And there's tweets from, I mean, they've tweeted conservative things before. Like, I don't yeah. think, I don't assume every Christian is conservative, but they've tweeted things where you know they are like it's just obvious um so i was not surprised i think just like they do such a (laughs) i want to word this correctly but i just find it to be the most embarrassing video because there are i'm fully pro choice obviously Uh 100 percent pro choice there are there are people who have like an educated background, obviously, who are pro-life. Yeah. Who like make statements that I disagree with, but maybe are based in some scientific truth. I disagree with them. We just like disagree morally on things. It felt like two people making a documentary who like had as much knowledge about abortion as like any random person who's done no research. Like just a Christian who's pro-life. That's like... Did you know that like killing babies is like bad? Like that was like the end of the research they did. Oh my God. Where I'm like, you don't even help. Do you think you were giving me new information in this video? Like this documentary was just basically you coming out as pro-life. This was not teaching anyone anything. Yeah. You have no new information. It's just like a very manipulative video of trying to like pull at the heartstrings, which I'm like, Clearly, I am not pulled by the heartstrings by things like this because I don't agree with you. Yeah. And I think you're wrong. So it was just such an embarrassing video. Yeah. Because I'm like, I think anyone can take any topic I disagree on and probably make a video if they get the right people and the right facts to make it seem like a video that makes anyone go, huh, interesting. This was not that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know there's uh, someone I'm thinking about right now that I... I try my darndest to cut them out of my life, but they are connected in a way that I can't get rid of. But like, they are beautiful, like mm. gorgeous, incredibly talented. But the shit they say is like this. We're like talking about our, like, you know, like really what was in the vaccinations? <laughs> and they are so serious. They're like, but they're like. But they've never Googled it. Like, That's what it always is. They ask, they love to ask a question that they could easily answer. Like, they're like, they're, beautiful so when they're saying it no one has ever disagreed uh yeah so i and i i think it is but it's so annoying to me because i'm like if you're gonna make a documentary uh-huh look up i don't know one thing maybe yeah. you should why are you making this documentary besides that you can yeah because you have more money than god yeah and you just are no people will watch it yeah but i'm just like i mean because you can take any political view and make someone seem stupid like i've seen videos Somehow, ever so often, a video will come up where it feels like my For You page is, like, testing me to see, like, yeah. oh, are you still liberal or should we start giving you, like, conservative yeah. videos? And I'm like, no, stop, please. But a video will come up where it's, like, 
a conservative person talking to a liberal person and the video makes the liberal person look like the biggest idiot on planet Earth, usually because the person in that video is an idiot. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're interviewing this liberal person who like does not clearly really know what they're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Like their facts are wrong or they don't even like have any facts to back anything up and they're kind of just like easily stumped. Like those people exist on both sides. Do you know what I mean? And both media conglomerates if that no conglomerates is the wrong word both sides are just taking videos of that other type of person being like look they're all stupid it's like and I love these videos but when you watch the daily show and they go and interview at Trump rallies and they're like there's like one where they're like why was um like what are you trying to find out and the guy's like I'm trying to find (laughs) out why Obama wasn't in the Oval Office when 9-11 happened. Uh-huh. And which is like very stupid because Obama was not president when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And then the Daily Show guy is like, well, how are you going to figure that out? And he's like, I don't know, but I'm going to find out where Obama was. when I-. Like, yeah. there are people, but that is like, that's also the biggest Also insinuating idiot. that if Obama did 9-11, <laughs> he'd be dead. <laughs> yes. It's a crazy, but it's also just like this man really wants to know why he wasn't in the White House on 9-11. Oh, my God. I posted about this in my Instagram story like a while back. This reminds me of uh, there was Dale Earnhardt died mm-hmm. during a, a NASCAR race. Yes. And um, there was like not just like text on the bottom like that's generated by TikTok. Someone overlaid text. Do not try stunts. This is being done by a professional. Yeah. And I was like. He died. Like, this is this is not... The professional, like, died. Oh, my God. Like, so, like... Yeah. Why would... Any, like, the to replicate the stunt, you would go in knowing that you're about to die. Like, what do you mean right. don't... Like, this is performed by... This is not executed by... Like, what? No. Okay, so, yeah. That's, like, the Obama new world. Yeah. There are some other... Like, Kendall said, the Everly dog prank... Yeah, he's just, yeah, the, at the bottom, he tweeted, no longer a virgin, hashtag marriage rocks. And I remember that day, because I was, uh, I Twitter was my bread and butter back in 2017. Yeah. yeah. And I just had a field day with that. And then he, <laughs> one time he posted a, a photo of Trojan condoms that says, guess I should start figuring out how to wear these things. Actually, no, you shouldn't, because you're married now. Yeah, and also or, they have not clearly used, they have like 18 kids. They use the pullout method. Not well. Yeah, I guess so. Which is fairly effective. I have never, for a week I was on birth control. But I've I, never been on birth control. I, I just like never got into it. Yeah, couldn't get into it. Couldn't no. crack it. Just didn't like it. Uh-uh. Um, I always was just like birth control is like, I, well, I mean, I guess the main reason I'm not on it is that I have never had sex with a man. But You also, have had sex with men. No, I gave a you hand You didn't job. kiss them. Yeah. That it was okay. Yeah, I just gave a little hand job under the cover. Does that count as sex? You don't need to wear a condom for that, or you don't need to be on birth control for I that. I mean, they can be wearing a condom <laughs> yeah. for easy cleanup. But the the I was always like, because I have really bad period cramps, like so bad to where it like knocks me out yeah. for a couple of days. And everyone's always like, go on birth control. But I'm like, I feel like I'm on so much medication because of my lupus. The thought of adding another medication to the mix is so stressful. And I feel like every person I know who's on birth control (coughs) has had like some other reaction 
oh, to yeah? birth control that is like negative. Yeah, they're like my one of my boobs grew, and then I like gained weight in my back only. And you're like, what the hell? My big toe is massive. Yeah, my I uterus. I gained fifty pounds in my big toe. My uterus shifted to my thigh. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is not worth it. Or people are like, mental health medication is so confusing already because yeah. you're like trying to figure out how you feel, which uh-huh. is already hard enough. But like, also it's like, well, you start your medication, like if you get on antidepressants, you have to wait two weeks. And then you're kind of like sitting there being like, do I feel sad or do I feel better? It's like yeah. so hard to already navigate. And I know so many people who's like, birth control has made them feel mentally different or yep. whatever. So I'm like, I'm not mixing birth control with my Zoloft and my Vyvanse. Oh yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Gonna, I mean, circling back to the family, mommy vlogger situation obviously them filming your kids i feel like everly is a natural performer whatever but i feel like most of the kids when they age out they're gonna be like this is a nightmare yeah. so i'm um, this is just um you know how azalea banks has like her prediction list mm-hmm. i predict that every single like family vlog channel the kids are gonna be like that was a nightmare when we talked about the eight passengers i i said like i don't even know if i said natural performer. i was just like everly lebrant clearly likes performing she's yeah. like a dancer she like likes attention she like she like clearly is not like actively upset about being filmed right now i think she will be very upset in the future but so the fact that there are some kids on the internet so like even if it was just everly lebrant i'd be like she shouldn't be allowed to be filmed this is not okay yeah so then when you see kids on the internet who literally look miserable and are like please stop filming me yeah the thought of them in 10 years is so insane because i'm like i think any kid who's their their entire life put on the internet is going to be scrutinized and have a hard time Uh uh-huh and so I only compare it to Everly LeBrant because I'm like, I think she's going to go through that too. And she seems like she wants to do this. Yeah. I think you as a parent have to step in and be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that. Because it's like, I mean, at least with Everly, I'm like, I think they, it's kind of like if Beyonce's kid went to regular school, that would be a nightmare probably. A safety hazard. It, right. Yeah. But like that will never happen. So when people are like, why did Elon Musk name his kid this name? I hate Elon Musk, but I'm like, that kid's never going to fucking get bullied. Who's going to bully Elon Musk's son? Like, actually, he's not even going to have access to other children. Mark Zuckerberg's son. I like the, <laughs> in, a, in a boxing ring. <laughs> I actually and I actually think about it now. Like Elon Musk's son will never be bullied in the traditional way. But other billionaires' kids would definitely make oh, fun yeah. of him. That's true. But I'm just usually like, yeah, it's just a different life. Like these, Elon when you're Musk, that famous. No, I go ahead. Elon Musk looks like he still wears one of those baby <laughs> helmets that like shape your skull. But he like wears it as an adult. <laughs> like I feel like he always has it on at home. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, but what I was going to say is that it, at least with the people like that, I'm like, yeah, well, they're in a private school and they're like literally having no contact with regular people. Uh-huh. So the scrutiny may be a little less. I actually think the private school kids are worse. I never, I would not fucking know. Yeah. If I had to choose between. Have you be- been to a private school? Yeah. My middle school was private. God damn. Those kids were, the Murdoch kids went to my <laughs> private school. Did you meet them? Uh, No, because they were, it was K through 12. And they were God. the youngest. They, I was in eighth grade and they just got in. I remember seeing that kid and I, kn- I knew the Murdoffs. The Murdoffs were huge. Like they were huge in like uh, South Carolina. Oh, right, I know. I watched the documentary. But I mean like they were like everywhere. Ooh. I remember um, I, the kid 
I went to school. I was in the same class as the mayor's son, and he was always talking about the Murdoch's. And like I could, their shit was like everywhere. Hilton Head. Um, I lived in Beaufort, and they went to like, they were in Hilton Head, and oh, gosh, help me. But uh, yeah, they were huge. That's crazy. Yeah. The, yeah. So the private school kids are terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know, but that's crazy. Um, yeah. So I guess I assume Everly LeBrand is going to like some. Well, she's homeschooled now, so I'm like, yeah. I guess like you know, this music video just came out, and she's getting bullied online for it. I, I don't know what access she has to that. What I think is crazy is when family vloggers put their kids on film. All They film their whole life, and then they send them to public school. And I'm very pro-public school. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, if you're going to put your kid in that situation and then just be like, well, you need to live a fully normal life. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. You can't make them do both. They can't do both. Like, they're going to go and get fully bullied at school. Yeah, like, how about you just reverse the roles? Like, you have your kid film you using a porta potty and now you go to work. Like, let's see how that but turns literally, out. literally. Yeah. And I think it's like, oh, it just gets me so riled up because you'll even hear on, like, there's so many, I've seen this so many times, a parent on a family vlog channel will say, this and XYZ happened... And I didn't share it for a really long time because I was afraid of what people were going to say. Or they'll say, this happened in my life and we're not talking about it on the vlog because it's pretty personal. They, like, monitor things like that for themselves yeah. and then not their children. It just, like, really irks me. They don't think that their children are real people. Literally. Yeah. But it's also, like, Everly LeBrant is the classic popular girl. Like, if she went to my middle school, she would fucking own my ass. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. so, like pretty and she's an incredible dancer and her parents are rich and she like is cool you're all your kids aren't going to be that they're not like not all your kids are going to be cool one of them is going to be kind of (coughs) weird you see like one of them is going to be gay and then you're going to have to i think they're all going to be gay i pray i do pray (laughs) for that but a lot of these family vloggers, I think they, like, freak out when their kids just turn into, like, normal 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, why don't you look like Everly LeBrand? Oh, that reminds me of what's happening. T- oh, do you know Adriana Lima? I know that name, but no, not really. She's the Victoria's Secret model. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And she had a girl, like, a daughter with this not-so-attractive man, but he's, like, famous as well. And everyone's like, her daughter's so ugly. I'm like, she's literally 10. But that's, like, when Mason Disick, I think, uh, yeah. Kourtney Kardashian's son. yeah. Paparazzi photos are taken of him. I don't know how old he is, but at the time he was like 10. And it's just like grown adults being like, yeah, making fun of. And it's so, first of all, it's embarrassing because he doesn't look bad. He looks like a 10 year old. Like yeah. he doesn't look bad. Yeah. I don't know how a 10 year old, what it would take for me to think a 10 year old looks bad because I'm like, they look like a 10 year old. Yeah. The only time I could reasonably see myself saying there's something wrong with that 10 year old <laughs> is if they just have like that big old like fruit punch mustache all the time i'd be like what the hell is wrong with that yeah if mason doesn't kind of a gatorade yeah. ring around his mouth that would make me make fun of him but I'd you be can like, change Courtney, that come on because okay. <laughs> yeah, right. i'd be making fun of the mom i'm like this is sick yeah and you're feeding your kids gatorade there'd be so many questions because she's so organic it would yeah. just make any sense but like I, yeah I, at no point would we see like a 10 year old looking normal and be like that 10 year old's ugly ugly like the thought of like a 10 year old like it's just so bizarre yeah but p- people will do whatever so i think that's just like I don't even know. I don't know. I'm just going in circles, but people are... I think we made effective good points. Thank you. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Like a dear John. That's all (laughs) I can keep singing. I feel like that's not real, and you actually just made that up. (laughs) I swear, because the song is Dear John. Saying like a dear John just really makes me laugh. Yeah. Because it's just she named Taylor Swift's song, but how can you be like a dear John? But I do like the part when she goes, are you 22? 
can you shake it off or look at what you made me do? That's my favorite part. Okay. I'll have to listen to it when I'm alone and out of my mind. <laughs> but we actually do have, is it someone related to the LeBrant family or? This is really exciting. We actually have Cole LeBrant here. We do? I'm like, I like reached out months ago oh my and God. asked if he would come. I prayed for this moment. So I'm actually <laughs> so excited that he God answered my prayers. Yeah, he's here. He does not know we are gay, so do not tell him. I will not do this <laughs> at him. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but we're excited. I unfortunately can't talk to him because I don't want to. So um, yeah. I'm actually asked to leave. I said I'll get him into the studio, but then I'm going to head out. Yeah, and I'll talk to him. Um, we're both Southern you have something to talk about. Yeah, but um, I'm going to talk to him now, and I will see you in a little bit. See you in a little bit. And we're back. And in the studio today, we actually have Cole LeBrant himself. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Cole? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Good. Um, happy to be here in California. Nice. Yeah. Kawabunga. Yeah. Um, so what got you into making videos? I, you know what, Sarah? I was called. Uh-huh. I was called by the Lord. Oh, okay. I was called by the Lord to make videos. I started uh, back when I was a teenager. Of course. And I was like, Jesus was like, you need to make these videos. So I really just like became really passionate about it because every video I, uh, I make is really uh, to spread the word of God. Interesting. And what types of videos do you make to, to spread God's word? Yeah, yeah. No, I make a ton of different types of videos. I make, um, last week we did 24 hours in a swimming pool filled with peanut butter. And is that something like referencing like Leviticus or what? No, we... no, no. We were just doing 24 hours in peanut butter. Uh huh. It was so hard. I could not even pee. I couldn't pee or go number two. <laughs> Make it chunky peanut butter. Oh, God, Sarah. No, I couldn't even do that because I was just supposed to be, I had to stay in the peanut butter. Um, that did probably, I mean, 20 mil views. It was really good. Um, my daughter Everly also did 15 hours on her channel. That's her main channel, 15 hours in the pool of peanut butter because she had school, so she couldn't do the full 24. But, of course, yeah. Um, so that was that was really close to my heart, that video. So then my follow-up question is, what does that have to do with Christianity? Right. So that, I mean, I think it's clear. Yeah. To me, so Jesus, you know, and are you Jesus follower? Um, I, in a sense, I guess. Okay. Jesus was crucified. Yes. I view my family uh -huh. as kind of the current day Jesus. Because we are crucified. Like, we do these challenges, and people hate. They hate it. They hate on us. Have you been resuscitated after three days? Um, no. I don't know. Well, I did a challenge one time uh -huh. where I was supposed to see how long I could go underwater for. Yes. And I did pass out, and I did have to have CPR done, and that was an awesome video. Mm -hmm. um, so, to me, that is, like, a huge part of why we are like we're a God-fearing family. For example, last year I released a documentary. Yes. I don't know if you saw it. It was awesome. Uh, it was called, it was basically about how I'm pro-life. Uh-huh. I'm anti-abortion, Sarah. Yes. And now we had to find a way to promote this because we were called upon to make this. Of course. So I was like, we got to promote it. So my daughter Everly and I, 
We go to Disney. Uh-huh. We do a dance routine to Doja Cat's Ain't Shit. Yes, of course. It blows up, Sarah. It uh-huh. blows up. And people now are going to our profile and they're seeing this message yeah. from God okay. about how they uh, that they should be pro-life. So that's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, I mean, what if you got aborted? Oh, my God, Sarah. That would be terrible. Excuse me? It would have been terrible. Oh, my who? God. I'm always thinking about him. Like, I'm always thinking about him. Okay, so how do you... Um, I'm assuming that these videos are monetized. I love Jesus and Tennessee. He's the only 10 I see. <laughs> I live in Tennessee. <laughs> Hell, yeah. With my wife. Come on, Sarah. Sorry, you're more forgiving than I thought. So you, I'm assuming you make a lot of money on these videos. Yeah, make yeah. a ton of money. How do you spend this money on God or the church? Well, we do spend it, I would say, primarily on the church because it's expensive to, um, for example, a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. rent it out all of Hurricane Harbor in Los Angeles. If you know what that is, that's a water park. Yes. I did 24 hours inside a water slide. Okay. That has never been done before. Did they put, like, food down it? They had to, yeah. They actually just poured protein shakes down it, and I would open my mouth and let it slide on in. Good Lord. And I was like, this is, ex- it was expensive, like, to be real. It was really expensive because we had to rent out the whole park yeah um and not just one slide they couldn't do it so they ran out the whole park it cost like 200k to do and that's how am i benefiting from that well some could say you made probably more than that on the video okay uh-huh. but also i like i'm giving up my money to spread the word like the good word you know and how do you weave in the gospel into a it's 24 in hours it who we are i mean like but it's me mm-hmm. right like i am walking god's path yeah so by doing these videos they're all godly did god go down the water slide in a way he couldn't do 24 hours in a water slide because he was too busy being awesome jesus Uh uh-huh so you're doing what he doesn't do what he could not do i'm doing yeah and i'm bringing listen sarah i don't read the bible I, I read it, but it's hard to stay focused, right? Yeah, and like, I understand. I've got kids, and, and the kids, they have a hard time staying focused on it, too. So what I'm trying to do is make it fun. Yeah. I'm making it fun. Like, that's all this is about. Like, you know, my whole channel, like, I don't do this for the money. Interesting. I don't do it for the money. A lot of people misunderstand. Like, I don't do videos for money. Oh, okay. They are all for God. Yes. Like, do you, 24 hours in a pool of peanut butter is traumatizing it'll it's biblical yeah and i don't really believe in mental health help but i i felt really upset after i did it yeah so that that to me is like that's a that's me showing my commitment to him so you're in your quest to spread god's word you swallowed a bunch of protein shakes that came down a water slide. Yeah. I assumed you passed them in a similar way. Yeah. And this was all for God. Um, so, yeah, and money is, uh, it's uh, it's funny. How do you lead people to God with this type of content? Sarah, it's, it, all it is is that, right? But you know what I mean? Mm. I'm getting a call, literally, 
I swear. Yes. I was like brainstorming content ideas. My phone rings. Uh-huh. I look at my phone. It is God calling me. So you don't calling be- me to make this waterside video. You don't believe in mental health, right? I know. I believe in just trusting him. So for me, for me, uh-huh. like he was like God, like I'm not supposed to make decisions in my life. Uh-huh. So even if I wanted to be a doctor, yeah, God called me to be a YouTuber. Yes. Because that was what I was supposed to do. So that's what I did. Uh-huh. So when I make these videos, he's kind of like, <laughs> I always say God's kind of like my my manager. Yeah. Because he tells me what videos to make. Uh-huh. He says this is what is going to get people following me. So you genuinely believe that the Lord is speaking to you in a very literal sense. He, call, I, he calls upon me. And he calls you. Does and, he, he have- and he DMs me. Okay. And he texts me and he emails me. I think there's actually a very clear cut reason for that. And it's, it could be psychological. But um, so what does any of this in the end, I guess, have to do with God? What you keep asking me that, Sarah, I'm telling you. Because I'm not a believer yet. <laughs> of what? You. Me. You don't be- You shouldn't believe believing in me. But I'm you're, nobody. But you're doing God's I'm work. I'm just full of <laughs> you're, just, you're doing God's work. So you must, you were chosen by God. No. We are all chosen by God, Sarah. Why how come God doesn't text me or call me? He does. You don't answer. That is true. My inbox is full. This is the problem. Uh Uh-huh. People, like, don't, oh, I, I literally give every day to him. Yes. Everything I do is for him. Yes. If you don't understand how, I can't help you. Like, for example, okay, maybe this will spell it out for you. This week, uh-huh. I'm doing 24-hour Nerf gun war. Why is it? What's with the length of time? 24-hour, because people like that, 24-hour Nerf gun war. But does God like that? God called for it. Okay. God commented on my YouTube video and, and requested it. Yes. I did an Instagram story asking for suggestions, and God was the first person in my inbox saying 24-hour Nerf gun war. I do the, so that's next week. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that is what I'm saying. I. It is for him. For him. Like, I don't know how to spell it out clear. (laughs) Next month, I'm going to do, well, okay, this hasn't even been released yet. So this is like new information. I'm doing 24 hours in a huge hamster wheel. What the hell? 24 hours in a huge hamster wheel. Like, right? Could so, you like, do 24 hours in an asylum? Checked in. I've already done front, that. Front, I already did that. Front desk. Volunteer yourself to yeah. be mentally. I already did that one. 24 hours of psychological testing. No. He didn't call for that one. 24 hours trying different mood stabilizers. See, this is why your channel doesn't have as many subscribers as mine as the LeBrant fam. Because you don't get the 24-hour thing. Sorry. I... That's a really low blow. Well, get on God's side and maybe. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm converting, guys. But thank you so much, <laughs> Cola Brandt, for being on drugs. Um, thank you for being on this. What? <laughs> what do and you mean? we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> what the hell? How was that? Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. 
Are you okay? Yeah, guys. I I'm like, sorry I made you do that. No, it's it's okay. I just you can take the next one. Okay, I'm going to. Um, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I promise I'm going to take my meds next week. I feel like I've been all over the place. Yeah, Maybe I mean, when I listen back, I'll sound a little more normal. I'm imagining myself talking like I am high out of my mind, which I'm not. You're doing great. How about I take your meds and my meds <sighs> next week, and then you don't take any, and let's see who, who? freaks out first. <laughs> <laughs> You'd just be taking two ADHD medications. Yeah. <laughs> that probably isn't good. Mm. Um, thank you so much for watching. Um, Everly, if you're listening, I know your parents don't let you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is too inappropriate. <laughs> but if you are listening, I do like your new song. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. And Look I'm, at what you made me do. That's my favorite part. want to say, kids, I don't know why any of the LeBrant family would watch this. <laughs> you deserve so much better. And uh, we will see you. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. And then make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. Yeah. We post videos every Wednesday. Yeah, every Wednesday. And um, let us know if you're part of the LeBrant family in the comments down below. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note, like a deer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love it. And we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.